Welcome back to episode 43 of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is Dream Lover. Come rescue me, take me home, take me there, take me anywhere you wanna be. <laughs> Just had that song in my head for some reason. Alright, let's start the show. <laughs> very early this morning here in the uk doing this podcast i've never done a podcast at this time of the morning i still sound half asleep <laughs> uh, hopefully i'll um sound much better when i've woken up a little bit more but um I've, I've, it's been a couple of days since i've done an episode uh, last night i had a dream about this gig right so obviously we're all in quarantine and we can't get to these venues but for some reason, I was um, I was driving to this gig, right? I had to drive, like, through this ghetto, like, some projects. And it was, like, there was flats everywhere, and there was drug dealers on the road. And there's a part where I had to go through a building. Not in my car. I had to get out of my car and walk through this building to get to this venue. And it was so weird. Like, I remember bits of it now. Like, I had to go through the lift and I had to run through someone's flat. Man, it was so weird. And then, anyway, I eventually got to this venue. don't know how we even got there. Everyone was sat two metres apart. <laughs> like, I could see the people in the audience and they were sitting two metres apart. Anyway, I was in backstage. And I can remember a few of the comedians that were there. And then what happened was I was meant to be in the middle section. So I'm in the middle, and there was two acts opening. Don't know why. There was <laughs> there was an opener, and there was a, a spot after him who was doing a short five-minute set. And then the promoter said to me, oh, the act hasn't turned up. The act hasn't turned up. Can you do it? Can you do it? But when she was asking me, I was um, cutting my beard with a knife. <laughs> cutting my beard with a knife, right? I know, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Cutting my beard with this knife, and um, I, like, I haven't even finished. Like, there's hair all over my my shoulders and my neck and everything, all over my face. She's like, go on stage, go on stage. I was like, I can't, like, I need to wash my face. I've, I've never shaved at a gig, first of all, so that was new. Uh, got on, I walked onto stage, and they were already laughing. And I was thinking to myself, man, there's some comedy in that. <laughs> uh, it was weird, man. And I remember doing little bits. I didn't even do my set. That was worse. I was literally going off the curb, um, talking about how quarantine has affected me, you know, the lockdown and how it's affected comedians and how happy I was to see everyone there um, sitting two metres away from each other. But the room looked full. <laughs> and there's a part I can remember like it's like jumping in and out I think dreams are like that you jump in and out of a dream um, I think I remember the parts where the audience got rowdy and no one was listening and 
people got up and left. It's like a normal gig. <laughs> it's like a normal gig. Oh, mate. It was it was weird, man. And then I remember I pulled it back. I pulled it back somehow. And then uh, I woke up. <laughs> man, I think I'm starting to miss gigging. That, I think that's what the moral of the whole dream probably is. All the dreams telling me um, to maybe work more off the cuff. I've, I've done it a few times. I think I've mentioned it in a couple of last episodes of my podcast. Um, something I would like to do, you know, instead of doing normal material, just banter with the audience. Yeah, I know. Starting with dreams on, on, a, on a podcast. <laughs> This is the live that it's come to, I'm afraid. Uh, it's been a long time since I've, I've, I've been on, on, on the microphone, so uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I hope you're all okay out there. I thought about, <clears throat> as you know, I've got a Patreon page, haven't I? I don't really promote it as much, but I thought about selling merch. don't know if you people would be interested. So some crazy little thing called Love Dev Mugs, uh, maybe a beer mat poster i don't know something if you do fancy some of that then uh, do inbox me on on patreon page or drop me a, a message on facebook i'm sure you guys have probably already seen that but yeah uh, it's, uh work it's been working as usual weather's been good so weather was lovely yesterday it's like 26 degrees while i was at work i'm still brushing up on my cooking skills uh, what did I make? I made some um, kima, minced meat. That was banging. That was like Punjabi dabba style. A dabba is basically like a calf, but it's like a street calf, so it's on the road. I remember um, seeing loads of them when I was in India. We used to travel from like New Delhi up to Punjab, which took around about four to five hours. Because uh, back in those days, Punjab never had a, an airport, so people used to fly to New Delhi. And then we would have to like drive up to our village and stuff. And remember, lo- you see loads of these little calves on the streets, you know, proper like home cooking style food. And uh, so I made some of them, and and that was banging, man. One of the kima took forever to cook. It took about an hour, an hour and a half. Doesn't normally take. <laughs> It was like cook it this, put throw this spice in, and cook it a bit more, and then throw these in and throw that in. Oh mate! So I'm doing a barbecue today. Yeah, man. Eventually got that barbecue up. Um, gonna do a couple of foods on there. Uh, the dream was the main thing I wanted to talk about. It's weird, isn't it? Like that was it. Now that, that, that's a podcast. <laughs> the dream was the podcast. I mean, there's not a lot going on. What, what can you say? So I've got my cat here, and um, she's kind of bothering me now. I don't know if you can hear her. I'm the only one awake at the moment in the house, so... I think she misses human company. There you go, that's her. Thanks, Faithy, for um, joining in on the podcast. Is there anything you want to say? No? Alright. What? You want me to do the no stupid questions? Okay. She said... Do the no stupid questions. So today's no stupid question comes from Gothboy Sandy. The question Gothboy Sandy has put is, 
Is it weird that I lock my door and daydream all the time? <laughs> I used to daydream all the time. I don't do it that much now, but when I was younger, uh, I would say from a teenage up to my 20s, I was always daydreaming. I was in another world. I think um, smoking cannabis didn't really help, but... <laughs> Yeah, man, I was always daydreaming. I don't do it as much now, but um, so they they were they basically put that. I didn't know where to ask this question, so I'm asking it here. Throughout the day, I lock my room a lot of times to daydream about the good things that I want, like going to some place for a vacation or moving to some place or buying a new car. I do it way too many times and imagine the same thing over and over again. I imagine it like I'm actually living it. This is because becoming a hindrance to my pro productivity and family members keep complaining about how I always have my room locked, which I do when I'm daydreaming. Are you sure you're just daydreaming? I'm not even going to lie. I actually enjoy it, even though the repetitiveness of the same scenario bores me, but I keep on doing it. What should I do? This took me a lot of courage to put this out here. I'm sorry if I couldn't do a better job of explaining it. I think I'll get your drift goth boy sandy um it just i suppose people who daydream have a very imaginative mind yeah it's not bad to daydream but um obviously not when you're operating machinery or you're driving <laughs> mind you i think i have like i'm sure people do this when you drive you kind of drift away your mind drifts away and starts thinking about something else i do it a lot when i listen to the radio or I'm listening to another podcast, maybe a word they say something, and then I'll be like thinking about that, and then I'll think about my own, uh, yeah, my own thoughts. Uh, I think comedy is similar. So when you, if I'm watching another comedian and they're talking, and then I'll just daydream away about some bit of material that they've said or I've thought of, which links to their material. If you, maybe I need some help explaining what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, locking your door is probably the weirdest part. Uh, so it sounds like you are actually um, doing this on purpose. Yeah, locking your door, keeping yourself away from anyone else, contact, noise, and just lying there and probably smoking weed. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, so we are, there's a few, few comments. There's quite a few comments i'll try and read some of them briefly um somebody's put i'm glad you've told your story because it's made me brave enough to tell mine i'm 25 and still play pretend when i'm alone it could be anything usually magic related i love the idea of just waving my hands and things happening it's perfectly healthy to imagine things when you're alone as long as you know you're imagining it i just think it's embarrassing it's also good to have a long time to think about things i'd recommend considering while you do it because for me, I like the escape since I'm not satisfied with my life. Hmm, good answer. Maybe, yep, you're not satisfied with the life and the, these are things that you want in your life. Um, is this a boring, no stupid question? <laughs> it kind of relates to my dream, I suppose. Because eh, I really wanted a gig, but the gig was kind of a disaster, but not a disaster. But I was just grateful that people came. 
I think I remember that in my dream that people were there. I was finally on stage. I think there's a part where I forgot my material. I think that was, yeah, going back to my dreams, I think um, the reason I went off cuff is probably because I forgot some of my jokes, like the setup of it more than the actual punchline. I remember the punch was the setups, I think I was forgetting. So that's the reason I went off cuff. And maybe that's similar to these daydreams. You just want to. Being in a zone that makes you more happy. Well, that's my answer to that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be doing podcasts at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's too early for that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I used to have a friend who daydreamed a lot. Man, I used to work with her. And she used to zone out like you could proper see her zoning out. And you'd be, you'd be calling her. <laughs> like, Oi, Bab, 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 Bab. And she would just be staring into space. <laughs> oh, there was even times I used to wave my hand in front of her face. Like, hello, hello. It took, not even kidding, it took her about a couple of seconds to realise that I was waving. I was like, you daydreaming again? She was like, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you like? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep, weird news story? Yeah, let's do it. All right, then. So, today's weird news story is... IKEA forced to remind customers not to self-pleasure themselves in stores after an incident. (laughs) It does say another word, but you know what self-pleasuring means, don't you? (laughs) So... The incident has unfolded in one of the DIY furniture company's Chinese stores. The Chinese are at it again, although neither the branch nor the name of the perpetrator has been revealed. But it looks like an IKEA store, looking at the pictures. In a two-minute pornographic clip, an unidentified woman in a barely-buttoned white shirt pleasures herself... In various areas of the store, from display beds to seats. No, we haven't attached a video, says this website, Unilad. <laughs> Quickly, the video went viral across Chinese social media. That's surprising, because the Chinese proper lot down their social medias. Prompting it to be scrubbed. In fact, its impact was so seismic, IKEA itself felt compelled to respond. <laughs> So according to AFP, wherever that is, the homeware Beamoff's response alone got 9 million views. Now that's one way to get viewers on your uh, Instagram or TikTok. Without naming the specific store, IKEA said in a statement on Saturday, we resolutely oppose and condemn this kind of behaviour and immediately reported it to the police in the city of the suspected store. The furniture giant added that it would be taking even more careful security and public cleansiness measures. (laughs) Following the spread of the video and urged shoppers to browse stores in an orderly and civilised way. The punishment in China for taking part in such an offence is no slap on the wrist. Maybe on the ass. Ow! (laughs) For deliberate public nudity alone. Citizens risk up to 10 days of administrative detention. Does that mean they have to work in an office for like 10 days? 
However, those who are caught uploading or dismantling obscene content online can face even stalker consequences without the chance of up to 15 days detention and a maximum fine of 3,000 yuan, which is around £340, according to Unilad. It's important to know that many assume the video was filmed before the full scale, if not entirely preceding the current outbreak, with nobody across the entirety of the clip appearing to be wearing a face mask. <laughs> she wasn't even wearing a face mask. Brilliant. IKEA had also temporarily closed all stores due to the virus, although the stores have begun reopening in China. Obviously, let's reopen the stores and let's just make a pornographic video. Why not? <laughs> On that beanbag. Due to some degree of Cantonese being heard in the background, or oh, the pinpointing them now, there's been speculation the video was filmed in southern China. More specifically in Guangdong. But <laughs> I bet she did have a bit of a Guangdong. Province. Uh, one user racked up 8,000 likes by writing Weibo. Which probably means this woman is so brave. I don't understand just doing it in broad daylight. But back in 2015, five people were arrested after a clip of couple having intercourse in Beijing Uniqlo. Man, I'm terrible at reading went viral according to the chinese cyberspace admin the clip severely violated socialist core values so all ikea stores in the uk remain closed sorry guys until further notice in a statement ikea said people are at the heart of the ikea business and the retail is committed to supporting its co-workers in the best possible way during this complex and fast evolving situation Blah blah de blah. I'm not going to read the rest. It's basically saying they can't wait to open back up. So that was a story about a woman in China at a possible IKEA store. It is an IKEA store. Looking at the pictures. Um, yep, she was self-pressured. <laughs> she was pleasing herself. Let's just say that. Um, yep, yeah, was today's weird news story that is the end of the podcast uh like i said please do keep supporting this podcast tell your friends tell your enemies tell your auntie your uncle tell anyone you like tell people are bored out their heads at home to have a tune in and do remember to donate to the patreon page i am doing uh what's it called again i always forget the name I'm doing uh, the nonsense, spouting nonsense. Uh, that's tomorrow at 8 o'clock on Facebook. Also doing the UK pun off. I'm going to be hosting it. Yeah, I know. I'm hosting um, this episode, which is on Sunday at 7. Also on Facebook. Make sure you search for UK pun off and you'll find it. So 7 p.m. UK time, wherever time it is there. I don't know. Check it out. See you soon. And for the next episode. Hopefully I'll be a bit more awake. See you later.